Hey everybody, welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. It's some post-market commentary here the Wednesday afternoon. I'm joined by Don Durrett of goldstockdata.com. Don, good to join you once again. Uh, you and I, we're going to talk about obviously the movement in the precious metals, but uh, there's a couple things that uh, we want to point out that's going to lead the way into our discussion. The dollar trended down. It's below the 100 mark once again. But interestingly enough, Don, the VIX is below 30. It's at 28, just above 28 right now. Uh, it seems like uh, it's risk back on the overall markets today. Uh, S&P was up over 1%. NASDAQ over 2%. Dow Jones up a percent and a half. Um, you know, this is interesting times. We remember the last time we were this low on the VIX and volatility was really low. But yet, miners and precious metals continue to trend higher. What's this telling you, Don? Well, they're training higher because everybody is nervous and there's a lot of fear and everybody thinks that the economy is not going to get better overnight and gold is going to trend higher. But uh, back to the VIX, everybody want kind of, I think, wants to know as an investor, every, uh, people, I don't know if the majority of investors are traders, but a lot of people are traders and they kind of want to know which way we're trending and they either want to be in when we're trending up and out when we're trending down. Um, so if we look at, you said the VIX is somewhat, you know, getting the volatility is kind of, it's been drying up a little bit. So we've had this uh, 61.8 retrace um, off of the bottom, a little bit above it, but we're kind of right on the edge. So, um, you know, 2950, uh, S&P, I think that was the, the 69. And so I don't think we got over 3000 today. I think I, last I saw it was 2965. So, to me, I think um, the market is having a hard time going higher here, and we're going to have a correction. I've been expecting it. Um, I think it's coming soon. Now it's a matter of how hard it corrects. So I think I, I was reading where everybody everybody's a bear right now on Wall Street, and it makes sense to be a bear. I mean, look at how weak the economy is right now. Um, you know, are banks really going to be making loans? for the next, you know, six months, 12 months, probably not. So how are these businesses going to get back on their feet? And then consumer spending, I don't see consumer spending really rocketing higher. I think there's, it's going to be sluggish at best. So the economy, the markets are probably going to have a correction and it's just a matter of how big it's going to be. So the HUI is up, um, I think today it opened at three, 300 and it went down a little bit, which is kind of surprising, but it did. But it's been the, the GDX and the HUI have been up uh, for seven consecutive weeks. This is the eighth. We're, so we're overdue for a correction. I, I don't know how big the correction is going to be, but we're going to get one. Donna, uh, Dave Kranzer said on the show a couple of days ago, I believe it was, I believe it was Dave, but he said something along the lines as based on the economic fundamentals now the market is more expensive at these prices than they were at the height back in january or february but this leads me to my question for you. i mean is if a pullback once again is that just a another correction or is that a continued correction into an already falling market um well you know what it is that we've had this big bounce off the bottom 
So we went down to almost 18,000 and then we bounced off it and we bounced off 61% off of that bottom, which is, you know, that is kind of a normal big uh, bounce you're going to get. Um, so the markets, I don't think that we're going to go, some people are really, really bearish and they think that we're, this is going to, now we're going to really go down low and 18 is not going to hold and we're probably going to go to 15. I, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, it's a possibility over the next six plus months if the markets get really weak. Um, but when I'm saying correction, I'm thinking we're probably going to go, we're going to retrust 23, we're going to go below 23, and then we're going to see how low we go below that. Do we go down to 20? I don't know. Probably not. And then we get stuck in this trading range between, let's say, I don't know, 21, 22, and then where we're at now, 24, and we get stuck there, and we can't get to a new high. And so, for instance, a lot of people, not a lot of people, some people are saying that the S&P is going to do a melt-up, and it's going to go you know, above 3,000 just because of all this money printing that's happening. I don't think so. I think we're, they're gonna, we're gonna get stuck in this trading range, uh, S&P below 3,000 um, for a while. That's my expectation. Mm. And gold trends mm. higher. Mm. Well, let's, uh, we will talk about gold and silver, I promise, but if, if we do get this pullback done, we saw a lot of the gold stocks and explorers really get pulled back with the overall market back in March. Would it be surprising to you to see that again if there's another correction or pullback in the markets to take the gold stocks with it? Um, that's, that's what will usually happens if you get a big sell-off. But I don't think that gold uh, – I think gold has a bid right now, and I don't think that bid's going away. So we're not going to see the kind of sell-off in gold and silver that we saw in 2008. Where we there's a massive sell-off in both of those metals. Um, I think the worst of the selling is over in gold and silver. Um, silver is breaking out this week, and I don't think they're going to be able to be able to push it back down. You know, under definitely not under 15. I mean, possibly get back in the 15s, but I think the worst. I think the bottom's in pretty much for gold and silver, and so that's going to put some support underneath um, the miners. I think the miners. I've always said if we get silver above 1850 and the bull market is here, it's alive, it's and it's off, off we're off and running. And now we, um, we, I, I think we closed in the futures above 18. Now I don't think we've closed. I think we closed a little below it yesterday, but we were touching 18 yesterday. Um, not in the spot, but in the futures, the June futures. And so silver hasn't. It's on the verge of breaking out. But I think there's a possibility here that silver basically makes its move up to 18 and gets pushed back down. And I think that's what this correction is that we're about to see that I'm talking about. And so silver is going to get pushed back down, but not, you know, all the way back behind the 14s. I just don't see it. Hmm. So it's probably going to go back down, you know, probably an easy dollar, dollar fifty. So, you know, looking at 15.50, somewhere in there. And then once it gets pushed back down, then it makes its move and it breaks through 18.50. That's my expectation. So it's, we're in a little bit of volatility here. It's not going to be a straight up path, but I think the trend this year looks great. We get above 1850 in silver, 
and it's kind of off to the races. That's what it feels like. Uh, gold right now is trading at seventeen fifty one futures basis with uh, less, obviously less than an hour to go left in the futures market. Silver is actually right now over the eighteen dollar mark. It's at eighteen oh three. Uh, Forty five minutes left to go um, in uh, in trading yet uh, before the before the break. So that is really bullish. However, Don silver is really an overbought territory right here. I mean, the RSI is. Uh, pushing near 78 and 75, 78, it looks like. So I think you're a call for a little bit of a pullback in the silvers is rightfully right. so in, in a healthy correction. Um, and the in the silver stocks have had a nice run. They actually led silver right out of the gate before silver kind of caught up to it. Uh, so that was a nice move. We, we saw it coming from the silver stocks and in their moves. And uh, But that 1850 is a kind of this um, – what, what, why is it – what is it about 1850 – that I keep hearing about from other people that you know that's the sign of close a weekly close above eighteen fifty is the sign that you know <laughs> the gates are wide open the horses are running down the track here. Yeah, good question. Um, I'm definitely going to answer it. But I wanted to go back to eighteen. It's trading at eighteen and we it's one o'clock. Um, so that Pacific time. So that means the market's closed New York. So that's the first eighteen dollar close um, since. A long time ago. <laughs> We're talking uh, in a five years plus. So, and you're right, RSA is high. So it fits in with my theory that it's probably not going to be able to bust through here. Um, but we made a really, really strong move. And now we correct a little bit and then we go higher. Okay, so let's go back to 1850. So if you, if you go back and you look at the chart all the way back to um, 2007, 2008, uh, that 1850, it, it went before it broke out and, and made that move from 18. It went from basically 1850 to 49. 1850 was the breakout last time back in 2008. And it and if you look at how many times that it traded above 1850, below 1850, it just you know it'd go above and go below. That was kind of the lie in the sand for the breakout back then, um, 2008, and then again in I forget when it really made its move. It was, it, it, that's when, I forget the exact, I don't have the chart in front of me, but I remember it. So 1850 was a, is a very important um, level of resistance back before the last breakout. When it went from 1850 all the way to, to $49 and I forget how many months it took, but it, it basically blasted off from there. Um, it couldn't get through 18, 1850. And now we're there again. And if you look at the chart for the last, all the way, if you go back in 2016, 2016, 1850 was a really important level. And then again, uh, when that was back when Trump was, uh, was elected, you had this move that it went up above 20. Uh, the night that Trump was elected, silver was trading above $20. I, I think it was over $21. The night he was elected, and when it when it broke through in, in 2016, it had a hard time getting through 1850, and then it it just shot up over 20 really quickly, and then I think it was like two weeks later. It was I don't know maybe it was a week later. It was back below 1850, so it went over 21 and back under 1850. Um, so 1850 has been kind of a line in the sand for the last breakout and for this breakout. 
And it's just, technically, it's a really, really important level. Okay. Well, uh, Don, since the last time you and I chatted, uh, there has been obviously a lot of news out. It's been uh, a lot of companies putting out some drill results, uh, seen some really stellar and actually some of the best uh, drill results I've seen in my short time in this industry, which has been uh, really good to see. We've been seeing a lot of bigger financings not only happen for uh, you know bigger miners, but also seeing some of the junior explorers obviously able to find some capital financing. That's obviously bullish. But I got to ask you about some of the financials that have been coming down the pipeline, and I'm going to ask you about one. And that's McEwen Mining. And that and the only reason I'm asking you about that, I'm singling out McEwen, is because I do have an interview on the docket this week with Mr. Rob McEwen, who's uh, the chairperson of McEwen Mining, obviously. Uh, you know, they're taking a lot of heat this week. $100 million consolidated net loss. Um, big write-off on the, the gold bar mine. I mean, they're all in sustaining costs. There was over $2,100 uh, gold equivalent ounce. Uh, hard to see where they're making money. Uh, you know, give me your thoughts here. I mean, maybe it doesn't have to necessarily be on McEwen Mining, uh, but what have you been noticing as far as the financials are? Is this kind of the opportune time to see who's making it, making it or or breaking it right now? Um, well, one thing about overall um, profitability, uh, the gold miners um, at you know, $1,700 gold, um, they're pretty much all making a profit. I mean, even McEwen Mining, this was a one-time charge. But next quarter, it's 17, well, depending, next quarter, they're probably going to have trouble because of the virus. They're being impacted there. But once they go back in production at $1,700 gold, McEwen's probably okay. They're probably going to get through this. But, I mean, if you look at their market cap, um, it, it, uh, yes, um, their shares are trading under a dollar, which you wouldn't really expect with McEwen, but they have done some dilution to raise money, which you know, hasn't made a lot of people happy. I mean, they're up to 434 million shares outstanding, but their market cap is 370 million. So, you know, this isn't a stock that's, you know, in trouble that, you know, people are, you know, jumping off the boat. Um, they only have 50 million in cash, which isn't, you know, that's not a huge amount for a mid-tier producer. So they don't have a terrible balance sheet. Yes, they do not have uh, world-class properties. So that's a problem. People want to have, you know, they want to see, you know, at least one property that's, you know, highly profitable, especially right now, you know, so that they can use that kind of as a foundation. And they don't really have one. Um, and that's really hurting them. Um, like you said, uh, gold bar, it's not doing great. Um, uh, black Fox, great Fox in Canada, not doing great as far as cost goes, but, uh, overall, I think, um, I think, I think they're going to be fine. Um, especially at higher, as long as gold prices stay high and trend high, I think Rob's going to be able to figure it out. Um, the old Gallo property in Mexico, um, they were thinking of selling that. I'm, I wasn't excited about that. I think there's, there's, you know, it's a big property, um, 500,000 acres in Mexico and they have a producing mine on it. I think they can find more gold on it. So you have, so you have gold bar in Nevada, you have El Gallo in Mexico, and then you have the black box, gray fox in Canada. None of them are low cost. Um, so it makes it tough. Investors want a really big, you know, they want that free cash flow. They want the low cost. 
And so McEwen is getting beat up. Everybody, you know, hates the stock right now. But I think Rob's going to figure it out. Um, I'm optimistic. Um, you know, that he can get going in the right direction. Uh, it's a tough time for the company. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, and again, we do have Rob on the docket for an interview this week, and we'll be airing it later on the show. So cross your fingers. Uh, make sure nothing. The, uh, takes place to prevent that from happening so um hey don i appreciate your time thank you so much for joining us once again here on mining stock daily all right trevor thanks for having me on all right take care my friend all right